Your attention passengers. Attention passengers. We'll standing momentarily wait for signal. We are standing momentarily waiting for a signal clearance. Broadcasting from a brown line car that's blasting the heat, even though it's 85 degrees outside. It's the CTA Fails Podcast. This is the CTA Fails Podcast with Ryan Smith and Clayton Smith. All right, welcome to the CTA Fails Podcast. It is season zero. This is episode three of what is just the most important podcast related to the CTA and the history of the Chicago Transit Authority. It's wild that we've been doing this for what feels like four months and we've only had now three episodes. It is wild. Thank you for noticing that. You're welcome because I have to say when you said, hey, let's record an episode of the CTA Fails podcast today, I thought, Oh yeah, we're that's a podcast that we do and I had forgotten because it had been so long because you don't seem interested in doing too many episodes. The voice you hear is that of Clayton Smith. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> my Feel name is a little jaded here today. My name is Ryan Smith and boy, we are so thrilled you decided to join us. Well, we have uh, we have a little bit of a program for you here today. Let me tell you, I don't mind telling you, uh, we have a very very special guest who'll be joining us on the second half oh, of today. Yes, indeed, it's so uh, good. Chicago, you know her, of course, as the uh, midday host over on one hundred one WKQX. We'll be joined by Lauren O'Neill today, talking all things CTA and Chicago and radio and whatever else we come up with. That's a lot of different topics, and I am so excited to hear what Lauren has to say about all of them. All of the above. Plus, today, uh, one of our uh, new favorite segments here on the show, it is uh, CTA Cocktails. The last time we did one of these, Clayton came up with a cocktail inspired by... The Brown Line today, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. inspired by are we spoiler alerts? I don't know what what are we doing. Uh, it is, I guess, spoiler alert. Um, orange line, orange line today. All right, today is the orange line. All right, well, we'll give you a little bit of time so you can start to think about what you would put into your version of the orange line cocktail. No, and don't Clayton- do that. Just put what I tell you into my version of the orange line cocktail because. And then Clayton will tell you the right way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. Here in just a few minutes. Uh, All of that and a whole bunch more. But before we get into that, uh, what's been happening in the news in the world of the Chicago Transit Authority over the last uh, few weeks since we've been on the on the on the internets? um, I will say the the benefit of taking a lot of time off is that there's some wild shit that happens in those big gaps of time. And boy, do we have some wild shit to talk about tonight. Indeed, indeed. Uh, one of the big ones, uh, the big one, and really our, our main story here today relates to, uh, if you saw it, this took place actually back um, on our, uh, I don't know the ex- actual date that it took place on, but it was posted to our Instagram back on June 11th. Um, and it is uh, uh, an absolutely insane video. If you've seen it, you you know what we're talking about. And it is where uh, there are two CTA bus drivers and a CTA rider. And they are in the streets and uh, they appear the, the, the one of the drivers in the in the in the passenger appear like they're going to fight. Right. They're about to come to blows, it seems like. Right. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There is some shit about to go down for sure. Yeah. And as that seems like it's about to happen, 
from behind a much larger CTA bus driver appears. And I kid you not, I, I, I was a pro wrestling fan growing up. This is a literal power bomb. He literally <laughs> picks this guy up and slams him down onto the sidewalk in what I can only describe as one of the most like jarring videos I have ever seen. I will say when I saw that video, so here's what I thought when I, I, you, Ryan knows this about me. I, uh, one of the things that I love a lot is Muppets and one of <laughs> yes. the, which I'm, I'm going to tie this in. I swear. Um, one of the things I love about Muppets is I always think it's so funny when like you see their feet and every once in a while, if you're watching a Muppet thing, Sesame Street or the Muppets uh, movies, you get to see like them flying through the air with their feet just like flailing behind them because there's nothing <laughs> controlling their feet, right? They're just following the arc of the body. And boy, is that exactly what this looked like when this bus driver, I mean, in a way that I would consider flawless, just picked him up and power bombed him so hard and those legs went just wherever the body took them and where they took them was just flailing all over the place it was absolutely insane if you haven't seen it head over to cta fails uh it's at cta fail on instagram and uh you need to check it out because it is it's ridiculous but to follow up on this, and, and, and there's been a lot that's sort of been happening over, over the last few weeks as it relates to the story. Uh, number one, Clayton and I reached out to one of the bus drivers. We were able to figure out uh, one of the bus drivers involved, and we, we contacted that bus driver to see if they wanted to, to speak about what happened or sort of get their story out there. And they declined, of course, and, and that's understandable. So we don't uh, obviously uh, blame them for that. We would love to talk to them, uh, but they were uh, unavailable, unable to, to speak to us. But yep. since Possibly then, several, <laughs> <laughs> correct, yes, yes. But since then, uh, a number of things have happened. Number one, uh, as of uh, June 30th, the CTA has fired both of the bus drivers involved yeah. in, uh, in that situation. And the victim wants them arrested, according to, uh, this is from, uh, from CBS2 here in Chicago. And just a little bit of background based on this article uh, apparently, uh, the bus driver, according to the, to the gentleman who, who was power bombed, the power bombie, he, uh, the bus drivers got off. One of the bus drivers got off and, and was talking with another bus driver, basically sort of pulled over and was like taking a break, I guess. I don't know, but that's how it sounds anyway. And the passenger was like annoyed by it apparently, and decided mm -hmm. to bring it to their attention that he was not thrilled with the fact that there was this delay in, in service. And again, this is completely, you know, the, the story of the passenger. We don't know the other side of the story. Sure, 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 sure. And according to him, the bus driver, one of the bus drivers, the, the bus driver that did not do the power bombing, um, began to <laughs> uh, punch him and kick him and, and tripped him three times, according to this, which is astonishing that a person can be tripped that many times in a row. That's a um, lot of times to trip. I mean, yeah. I, if you're being tripped, you got to be walking somewhere, right? I, yeah, I would think so. And, um, stop walking, so, uh, stop walking. You can't be tripped. That's, that's science. <laughs> right. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, then right after that, that uh, individual, and I'm leaving all the names out of this. I've decided I'm not reading the names. If you have the names, you yeah, can go yeah. over to the CBS website and, and find them. But, uh, yeah. And then another bus driver came up from behind and basically they say body slammed, but it, the right word is power bombed. Uh, that thanks, gentleman. Thanks wrestling nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is important to, to say that, that, you know, the video doesn't show, um, the first bus driver, 
really physically interacting at all, but you know, no. the, we don't know when the video started, like how long this had been going on. So it's, that's a good thing to point out. Um, we, it's hard to know what, <laughs> what the, the full scope of what happened was we did try to, we did reach out to, uh, to one of the bus drivers as Ryan said, but this brings up, gosh, you know, so many questions. One for me, Ryan, as a, uh, as what I would consider a wrestling expert, um, okay. Uh, because you not only were a wrestling fan, but you also have worked with a uh, professional wrestler and a very, uh, you know, for a, for a while, and you you're very plugged sure. in. So I want to ask you, how do you rate that power bomb? <laughs> uh, I mean, it was it's pretty good. I mean, it's it was definitely an unconventional version of the power bomb because normally the power bomb <laughs> happens where the uh, the the person uh, that is going to be receiving the power bomb takes place uh, is sort of between the other person's legs at first, and then they're lifted mm-hmm, up and mm-hmm, down. Mm-hmm. This guy just sort of came up from behind and lifted him and threw him down. Well, um, I want to say that part of that might be because in in, in wrestling, the uh, the person who is being power bombed is usually aware that it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think this gentleman knew that this was about to happen to him that's a different situation that's a that's a very fair point yes yes so um this was definitely a surprise power bomb and uh i'll tell you i i've seen worse on television so uh this this was actually quite impressive and then um and then as of um when we're recording this so as of uh july 3rd officially the power bomb er the bus driver who did the power bombing is uh, being charged with aggravated battery really? officially. Yeah. Uh, so that is now, right. that is now happening. And, uh, and that's kind of all we know at the moment. Again, that was reported on by, uh, by our good friends at uh, CBS Chicago. So bus driver uh, two in that video is, is uh, being charged with aggravated battery. Uh, both of them have been terminated from their, uh, from their positions at the CTA. What a world. Tell you this, what a world. I and I keep thinking, hey, hey, y'all, this is a pandemic. Don't get close enough to power bomb anybody. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, and I think the only thing that could maybe make th- someone feel better <laughs> after being power bombed onto the cement <laughs> <Too> concrete <laughs> would be uh, would be a cocktail, I think. And uh, oh, that's a really good segue, Ryan. And that brings us to, yes, our very next segment here on the CTA Fails podcast, and that is our CTA-inspired cocktails. Clayton Smith has been uh, spending some time mixing up his version of uh, of a, a cocktail inspired by different CTA train, ri- uh, train lines. And uh, as Ryan mentioned earlier, last time we did the brown line, that's a pretty good cocktail. This time, I almost said this week, I have decided that we're going to focus on the orange line. And so... As you know, if you have listened to the uh, CTA cocktail segment before, my goal with all these cocktails is to make a good cocktail that you don't hate drinking. That's, you know, that's pretty primary, I would that's say. That's important. Yeah, but one of the secondary things that I want to do is to uh, to really make a cocktail that kind of speaks to that individual train line in a very specific and meaningful way. I don't know how y'all feel about the orange line. I really like the orange line a lot. Um, and I know my experience of riding the orange line is very different from people who ride the orange line on a daily basis for lots of reasons. Um, because the orange line, as I think we all know, it comes around the loop and it goes down to midway and then it comes back to the loop. It's, um, it's elevated the whole way, right? So you get like views the whole time. And similarly to the brown line, like when you're on the orange line, you get really interesting sights of the city that you don't 
you couldn't get it anywhere else, right? You can only get them from this specific elevated view. The thing that the orange line has that the brown line doesn't is that the orange line has all these like bends in the system and it goes out, as we all know, to Cicero, to Midway. It's bending around and you get to see so many different views of the city and then it goes out of the city and you get to see the skyline in such an incredible way. Like I really truly love riding the orange line because I love that view of the Chicago skyline from the Southwest. So we wanted to take, you know, kind of the majesty of the orange line, but I wanted to start with, uh, I wanted to do kind of an homage to the fact that the orange line goes to the airport. And with that in mind, what I am offering us today, Ryan, the orange line cocktail Mm. is a variation on a cocktail called a paper plane. Okay. And, the plane, I think you might get this, is uh, as uh, a connection to the to the airport. Yeah. Oh, the, I got it. I, yeah, I was. Ends. I made the do connection. You, do you yes. get it? Okay. Okay. Yes. I totally right. get so it. I started, <laughs> so I started with a paper plane, which is a you know I think not necessarily one of the best known cocktails, but it's a you know it's a it's a very classic. Uh, so I took a paper plane, but I made it more orange liney, and so here's what we ended up with. Ryan, are you ready? Man, I was born ready. Hit me. All right, for the orange line cocktail, we are going to take, once again, we're going to grab some bourbon. Mm. I swear not every cocktail is going to be bourbon, but so you're going to take uh, three-fourth ounce of bourbon. Could you take an ounce? Yeah, you could take an ounce. I'd love an ounce. I'm saying three-fourths, but, you know, wink, do what you want. Mm. Three-fourths ounce of bourbon, and then you're going to take three-fourths ounce Aperol, right? Now, I think... A lot of people probably have Aperol. If not, it's very easy to find. It's um, it's kind of a citrusy, bitter thing, but it's it's a pretty it's a pretty popular you know mixer. And then to make it orangey for the orange line, three fourths ounce Cointreau, okay, okay, or any sort of orange liqueur that you prefer. Cointreau is kind of the uh, you know the, the 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 easy standard, but you know there are lots of versions out there, but. You could probably go on the cheap and do like some sort of uh, junky triple sec if you wanted to just save some cash, right? If you want to just like go bare bones and just, you know, <laughs> rip your insides out, you could do some triple sec. Absolutely. Go for it. I mean, I uh, no, of course you never would. You have Quantro in your bar. I've seen your bar. Correct. You're that, you're that kind of guy. Uh, so even parts, bourbon, Aperol and Quantro, and then you're going to put a little, a couple dashes of bitters in there. Um, and any bitters, of course, will do to your taste. There are lots of different types of bitters. I have orange bitters. Could I do that? That would actually, I would say, Ryan, be the best version of the bitters to put in there. Please do it. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm really helping today. Thanks. You're doing a pretty good job. And then the last little bit, I want you to do an orange twist. So if you've never done a twist into your cocktail, it's very easy. You take an orange, you take a knife or even like a potato peeler is very easy. And you cut off just like a bit of the, the rind of the orange, like the skin, you know, mm-hmm. cut off a little chunk of that. And then you hold it over your glass and you twist it. That's why it's called an orange twist. Uh, and you might look at that and say, nothing's happening. But what's actually happening is a lot of little oils are kind of going into your glass and you will taste that little, uh, that little orange burst. And then you can even rub the orange peel around the rim of your glass. And then uh, what I like to do is take that orange peel that I've twisted into the glass and then dip it into the glass and spin it around a little bit. Put that in there, get a little more orange even. So what you have is a riff on an old paper plane cocktail 
that's really heavy on the orange and it's it's really good that sounds absolutely fantastic. I I actually have, I think, all or at least the majority of those ingredients. If I don't, I can find something real quick. And I may make There's that only here like three today of them. because it sounds... I know, that's why it sounds pretty easy and pretty straightforward. I'm in. And uh, you can actually find this recipe. You can find this recipe over on our website on ctafails.com. Uh, on our blog, you will have the uh, orange line cocktail recipe available for you should you want to make it. That sounds like something Ryan definitely <laughs> wants to make me do. <laughs> right out of a whole Absolutely. blog post on it. So, yeah, that's true. Go over there and check it out. We're going to take a break, I think. But when we come back, we are going to have the Lauren O'Neill. listening to the cta fails podcast ryan i don't know if you know this but there is still a pandemic going on still still and it seems like maybe there are some people in some places that gosh really should should just put on a mask you know yeah, I, I could imagine so. I mean, and and as Chicago starts to open back up and we jump into uh, into phase four of uh, the reopening, you're going to be out and about probably a little bit more. You probably should mm-hmm. be wearing a mask, I would think. You should definitely put a mask on that mug. So we have done an amazing thing, I think. We have a CTA Fails face mask for you to wear. And dare I say, it's great. And I think if you head on over to our website right now, ctafails.com, you can head over to the shop and you can pick yourself up this CTA Fails face mask and protect yourself as much as you possibly can from all the terrible things. And it doesn't protect you just from the COVID-19, but all the crazy germs that are flying around that CTA. But not medically 100%. We can't. We can't. Oh, no, for sure. But (laughs) one of the other things I would also add is that uh, this is a face mask that has a CTA Fails logo on it. So when you're wearing this mask, that CTA Fails is right there. And the nice thing about it is when you go onto a CTA train or bus, you are primed to show everyone around you that they are doing the CTA wrong. Every time you turn your face toward a person, you are showing that person that uh, they are doing a CTA fail. And I <laughs> learned today that if you head over to ctafails.com right now, there is a mm-hmm. promo code just for our loyal podcast fans and friends and family. And you can use the uh, podcast 10 promo code podcast and the number 10 uh, during your checkout over on ctafails.com and save 10% on literally everything we have available. That's true, especially, especially on that really good CTA Fails face mask. Go do it. It's fun and support us because we want to keep doing this uh, and maybe do it more regularly than Ryan currently lets us do it. All right, and we are back on the CTA Fails podcast. Ryan Smith and Clayton Smith here with you, and we are super, super excited uh, at this time to be joined by Lauren O'Neill from 101 WKQX here in Chicago. Thank you, Lauren, so much for joining us. Hi, gentlemen. It has been uh, it's been a long time coming. We wanted to have some some Chicago faces on here, some Chicago voices on here. Uh, and we're excited that you are the uh, the very first one. So thank you so much for for being here. Well, I am very honored. I am a huge fan of your work. So. Well, that, I, well, that's a horrible thing to say, but I appreciate it nevertheless. 
was good. You know, Lauren, I was actually uh, totally unrelated, kind of searching through some of our older Instagram posts the other day. And I noticed that like a couple of years ago, we had shared uh, one of your CTA fails on Instagram. Um, is uh, are Do you witness a whole lot of fails in your, in your CTA life? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, A, that was a huge day for me and I actually have that written on my resume if I ever... <laughs> another job. Put, yes. put us down for a reference for sure. <laughs> Shared on CTA Fails Instagram. Um, uh, what was the question? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> going uh, the question right was, uh, now that it's two o'clock in the afternoon, how much have you had to drink and uh, how much are you going to drink during this interview? Probably half uh, a bottle of milk down. Ooh, nice. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, I don't know. What was the question, Clayton? I can't remember. <laughs> what was the question? Um, how, gosh, what was the question? It was something really insightful and really engaging that people were going to love. And it Do was, I uh, details, I think was the question. Yeah. How often when, okay. you know, you read, I assume you read the CTA a lot. Like how often do you see some just really just unbelievable fails? It's funny you ask because with the pandemic and now I'm working from home and have been for the last few months, I actually, my CTA time has been extremely limited, if not non-existent. So it's been a while, but, um, I mean, I was consistently taking the L train and some buses on a daily basis for years, all different lines, all different routes. And it, there's just never a dull moment ever. <laughs> That's the one thing you can count on with public transportation in Chicago is you're going to see some shit. And, and the uh, I'm just looking at the uh, the post that we shared that I was thinking of, and it's a picture of the train floor covered in urine, and uh, that's that's some classic CTA. That's that was pretty much every morning on the red line. It's a, <laughs> big urine puddles. Lauren, we're seeing a lot of people who, you know, we started off with pandemic and no one was writing CTA, and everyone is like, well, good news, I don't have to write the CTA for a while. But now we've gotten to this point where we've come all the way back around, where people are saying they really miss the CTA. Do you find yourself missing your CTA experiences? Hmm. I miss um, what life was like <laughs> before all this. <laughs> I, mean, I truly uh, am grateful for the time, but um, it's been a lot of time at home and I'm working from home. Um, so I, just doing the like weekly grocery runs are kind of like my big day out. Um, <laughs> I miss concerts. I miss taking the train. I miss going into work, seeing people. Seeing oh. people is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> how 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 does it work now? I mean, so you're obviously you know a huge radio station, and this is a this is a huge deal where you can't go into the studio. So you have set up. It sounds like you've set up a, a complete studio at your house. Yes. Wow. So I have a studio in the basement, and then um, fun fact: there was a burst pipe and indoor swimming pool situation that happened down there. Oh. Yeah. It's like one bonus of being home is that I was able to be here when it happened. Um, <laughs> so now I'm actually in my bedroom. So my studio has been relocated to the bedroom and yeah, I have a full, basically just laptop. I have um, a preamp, a microphone, headphones, very bare minimum to get me onto the air. <laughs> and so, uh, those things do or do not work great with water. <laughs> uh, 
definitely not. Definitely not. Um, not a lot of the equipment floats, turns out. I was going to say, it actually reminded me, um, did you see, I think I missed this. This was during the pandemic when we had those crazy rains and the buses were taking in water and all the videos were flooding uh, Twitter and Instagram of people just basically in a, on a CTA bus in a swimming pool. Yeah, I think, we, up- I think we posted something about that. We right? did. We shared that. It was That was extraordinary. So you've been in Chicago for how long now? It will be nine years okay. in a week. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, this is a big time. This is, we're glad to have you here then. This makes perfect Happy sense. Happy anniversary. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. And wow. before that you were, uh, did I read that you were in Florida for a while? Is that right? Yeah. Born and raised in Florida. Mm. Florida's kind of like the CTA of the United States, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great analogy. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I, re- I read about as much crazy stuff about the CTA as I read about Florida. So it's just less efficient. So. <laughs> and that is saying something. Um, Lauren, so you work in radio. Um, let me ask you this. What is radio? Uh, is that is that like a podcast? It's like a really shorter podcast that also plays music and doesn't get in trouble for licensing. Lucky. But you can take it anywhere. I, this is, I'm glad I, so this is what I want to ask you. So I, I may be just projecting my own experience here. So you would know better than me, but I think I haven't had a radio in my home for like 15 years. So the only time I ever listen to the radio is when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if that's true for uh, more people, then if people who aren't driving are maybe not tuning into you. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is, is the CTA your natural enemy? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, a lot of people listen. We have an app. You can just download the free 101 WKQX app. People stream straight from our website. Um, and I have, I mean, a lot of contact with people in the mornings who are on their way commuting to from work. Um, who are listening in their earbuds. So the CTA is definitely not an enemy. There's, you know, not as much in the car time, but um, whether they're on the app, um, streaming, um, and then just social media. I mean, there are people who have very very big relationships with that are, you know, our biggest source of communication is Facebook. So we wanted to play a little bit of a game. And uh, we were thinking, you know, you've got... Neil here, and we were thinking about music and, you know, what that might look like uh, as it relates to the CTA. So we were thinking about sort of what's the what's the soundtrack to the CTA or what song, you know, fits perfectly uh, uh, with your experience as it relates to to the CTA. We also opened this up to to our folks over on Twitter, but uh, we figured we'd open it up to you. If you do you have uh, do you have a, a theme song or a CTA inspired song or your go to song when you're dealing with the craziness? I definitely have a few, but I also would like to preface it with a request. Mm. Can we make a rule on this CTA playlist? No train. (laughs) 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 But I would suggest a song called Train by a band called Brick and Mortar who are amazing. And that's definitely one of my go-tos. Uh, we opened it up to to some folks on Twitter. Um, we heard uh, "The Waiting" by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Waiting is the hardest part. Oh, that would yeah. make uh, that makes some sense to me. Um, you know, when I think CTA, the song that really sticks out to me is uh, "Don't Stand So Close" by the Police. <laughs> Great one. 
There you go. That's good. That's good. I was thinking, uh, for whatever reason, uh, anytime, and this has really no relation to anything, um, but I hear the song 10 Minutes by the Get Up Kids, 10 Minutes to Downtown, mostly mm-hmm. because I've never lived in a place in Chicago in which it was only 10 minutes to get downtown. Uh, so I, I like that one. Nobody it's a reminder has. of what you're missing. Yeah. yeah right. How about Move Bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. Uh, one of our friends over on Twitter said, uh, another one bites the dust. I'm not entirely certain what that is in reference to, but I guess the bus is breaking down and trains breaking down. But then it did remind me that, um, weird Al did a song called another one rides the bus. Uh, so I'm a big fan of that as of now. How have I lived this long and never known that until um, yeah, I think the next one in mind for me is a slow ride by fog hat. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. Kind of forced to take it easy when that train just, just goddamn will not move. <laughs> <laughs> About, um, incubus drive. Ah, okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Uh, the violent femmes have a song called waiting for the bus. Which, uh, I not know all these bus related songs. I know. I, I don't know this one either. You know what? Sing, sing, sing a little bit, Ryan. First of all, number one, you know that I don't sing. Two, I'm not getting us anywhere close to possibly getting pinged for some sort of like copyright violation getting us kicked off here. I don't know how it works, but I'm not interested. <laughs> one that I was thinking of, uh, and this is the one that, that that has like, it has meaning to me, but it's the, not what the song is about at all. And that would be uh, Crash by Dave Matthews Band. Man, and too I'm, soon. Well, I'm, but I'm thinking of it like I was, it reminded me of a story, actually. We do a segment called CTA uh, Memories. And it reminded me of one of my horrible fails when I was just, when I just moved to Chicago and uh, I was on a bus. It was one of those express buses that run on Lakeshore Drive and uh, it broke down and we had to pull over and they had to get like all of us off this bus as we were waiting for another bus to come by. And that bus then crashed into <laughs> the bus that we got off. Therefore, we were not able to get on that bus because there was a whole incident and then we had to wait like another 30 minutes for a third bus. Wow. That's uh, that's my Dave Matthews story. (laughs) The city of Chicago still hasn't gotten over the fact that his bus shit all over our river. Oh, I forgot about that. Totally forgot about that. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, you said too soon. I wasn't, I wasn't putting it together, but that makes a lot more sense. (laughs) How did I forget about that? That is a, that's a, that's a really great Chicago pop. story. <laughs> well, that's our, uh, that's our playlist. Anybody got any more? Did we miss anything? I got one. The wheels on the bus. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. I don't know if I know that one. How does that go, Lauren? <laughs> the wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> that one's got to be royalty free now, right? I hope so. <laughs> Somebody else got a song. Oh, awesome, awesome. You know what? That actually makes puts me in mind of when I, you know, obviously when you're a kid, that's a song that sometimes you sing on buses going to places. Uh, mm-hmm. And that made me think about other songs that I would sing as a child on bus rides to places that also works well CTA, uh, 99 bottles of beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real crossover there. That's we'll add that to the uh, the, the Spotify playlist that we're going to post right. over on, uh, on ctafails.com with all these songs. No one is more excited to ride the CTA than children. <laughs> that is I've true. I've never seen an adult get so excited to be on the big bus or ride a train <laughs> than our adorable kids that I see on there. So. Thank, and thank goodness for them, because otherwise it might be completely, completely unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> now it's only mostly unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. Well, if you want to share your uh, soundtrack to the CTA, you can uh, uh, tweet us, CTA, edit CTA Fails. And then you can see our list and uh, our whole Spotify playlist we're going to post over on our on our website on ctafails.com. So it should be probably great. Should be a thing that exists soon. <laughs> going to be awesome. All right. Before we wrap up, uh, any any CTA fails or CTA related stories that are important to you that you wouldn't mind sharing? Well, I have a string of never ending fails, um, <laughs> lots of urine and excrement involved and um, all kinds of stuff like that. But there's one story that really stands out. That's literally my favorite thing that's ever happened on the CTA. And it was after Lollapalooza, I want to say 2017 and everybody was just sweaty and drunk mm. and what else and just piling on the red line at Roosevelt. And we just jammed in so tight and somebody started a Mr. Brightside sing along. And by the time we got just a few stops up, the entire train was singing in unison. And it was like, we had just left watching the killers. And then our whole train sang Mr. Brightside together and we hugged and it was beautiful. Wow. That's a that's a great CTA related story. I mean, it couldn't happen today because there's no hugging and there's no touching oh. on the train. But that is it's definitely pre Corona times. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah. yeah if that's anybody a- tried to hug me now on the train, I, they would get punched. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, Lauren, thank you so much for for joining us. This has been uh, this has been fantastic. We appreciate it. And uh, you can catch Lauren. Uh, is it 10 a.m.? Is that when you start? It's 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Saturday on 101 WKQX, which is. 101.1 um, and then we're online at 101wkqx.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thanks guys. Oh man. How about that? uh, How about that Lauren O'Neill? Huh? Uh, She is. uh, She's an absolute delight. Uh, Chicago treasure, if you ask me. And uh, once again, you can hear her uh, over on 101 WKQX here in, uh, here in Chicago. Big thank you to her. Thank you guys so much for for listening this week. A couple of things. Uh, we didn't do CTA mail this week, but uh, it is still on our radar and we still want to hear from you and all your great stories. So if you want to leave us a voicemail, the number uh, to call is 312-620-9279. Make sure you head over to ctafails.com and look at all that merchandise. Make sure you check out the blog for the cocktail recipe. Make sure you check out the blog for the uh, CTA inspired soundtrack. And if you haven't yet, make sure you find us on social media. Make sure you rate and subscribe and review the podcast and and all of that good stuff. And uh, we're leaving you today with a uh, brand new segment that we will uh, we'll plan to do every single episode called the Tweet of the Time, where we dig into the CTA Fails Twitter account and we take a look at some of those tweets that we've been receiving and we read it to you so you can enjoy the Tweet of the Time. That's right. And this episode's tweet of the time comes from Philip R. Leodoro, who says, waiting at Wilson 20 minutes until the next train. Every damn day there is a delay. What the fuck? At this point, just rip all the tracks up and start over. It's beyond ridiculous. People have to go to work. (laughs) We'll see you next time on CTA Fails. CTA fails.